about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company. Hello and welcome to the Wise Woman Show. I am your host Sally Ann Saint and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. So let's walk together in each episode. Be inspired as you hear from the wise women I bring to you. Let the magic of your sovereignty unfold inside of you. Each word you hear and each woman who comes on reminds you of your grace, your wholeness and your divine right and role on this earth. You are the wise woman. You truly are. So take a walk with me and the guests I bring to you and let the magic unfold. Many blessings. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia's Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists. She was standing on the side of the road, and on her suitcase, she just won't, looking at the car, driving away, as he said, talk to you sometime.
hello listeners welcome to the wise woman radio show and today we've got the lovely beck sheffield now beck was brought to my attention and i'm very glad that she was um so she carries a, a really lovely message so how she had to step away from so much so she was brought up in a, a very christian community and she very openly shares what that meant to her how it was part of all of her life and then it got to the point as she grew that actually she was stifling her and so she stepped away but what I love about her message was that by stepping away and listening to the call of being herself she then actually connected with her faith far stronger and far deeper that's what I loved about her message. Please do listen in to this lovely interview from a truly, truly lovely lady. So would you please tell everybody who you are and what you do? I will, yeah. I always love that question because every single time I answer something slightly different happens. But yes. as I said, I'm Beck. Um, I live in North Devon, but I was brought up in the Midlands around the Coventry area. Um, I moved to North Devon about three years ago as part of creating a life that I love. Um, and that's what I do now. I live a life that I absolutely love. And I I find it really interesting because I'm not sure if it's that I have stopped doing things I don't love or that I've just fallen in love with life so much that everything I do, I love. Um, but yeah, so and what I do is work with women, career women, to help them find their voice so that they can give their unique gift to the world. That's absolutely fantastic and beautiful and such valid work as well. Could you share with me your journey then? Because you did when we first chatted and it really touched me on many levels. So if you could share where you came from and the walk that you took. Yeah, I think our stories can be so powerful, can't they? Like where we've come from and what makes us who we are today. So I was um, brought up in a church community um, I absolutely loved it for the most part of my life. It was a really beautiful community. It was like a worldwide family. Um, I was always up to something, you know, every weekend there was a church event on. I had a huge group of friends and, and family in that arena. Um, but then I kind of got into my sort of mid, early to mid 20s and something started to feel a little bit off for me. Um, and very much what I, what I know now um, in hindsight is that I was trying to follow a lot of rules and do a lot of things that just didn't sit quite right with me and yeah. I got very very lost in that community I was actually working for a lady um, who was in the church group so my work my social life and my spiritual life was one tight-knit community um, and what happened for me I got very very lost in the job that I was doing and the, the lady I was working for was um, unhealthy and emotionally um, quite manipulative towards me and I got very caught up in that and very 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 lost and I ended up in a relationship with a married man um, trying to feel better in the same way that you know we all turn to something don't we when we don't when we don't feel good um, for some people that's alcohol that wasn't my go-to place for me it was a, a relationship an unhealthy relationship all of that kind of came crumbling down around me as it often does in that kind of scenario. And I just found, my, found myself very alone. Um, I, I split up with that man. I left my job in the church. I left the church community. And suddenly I had no job, no relationship, no friends, no family. Obviously I still had my, my natural family and, and they looked after me extremely well. And it was at that point that I turned to my auntie, who's actually my business partner. We work together now. Um, and she started teaching me about loving myself from the inside out. And it turned my life around. Absolutely so yeah. fantastic. What I've also loved about when we talked before was yeah. that, yes, you stepped away from the things that were holding back because you'd grown. So, you know, you were grown and, and these things just didn't sit because you just yeah. wanted to be authentically you. Um, but the lovely thing is what you said was that as you've stepped into your power, you, but you've also connected with the truth then really about Christianity. And the, yeah. so in, in a lot of ways, in freeing yourself from set of rules, you actually found your way back to the truth. Yeah, absolutely that. And I'm going to start by saying that when I tell my story, it's always really interesting to me because I, I have a deep love and respect for any church community, any religion that, that works for somebody. But what yeah. came to happen for me was that it didn't work for me. And I think very much what I've got to know now as human beings, we are all individual. We all have our paths to tread. 
So what for me, it just wasn't the right environment anymore. But absolutely what has happened, I've really come to connect with and know God, the universal power, this, that thing that we can't, you know, God isn't the word for everybody, but it's that thing that, that turns an acorn into an oak tree. And there's way more of that going on than I even know about. But every day I get up and I'm alive and, and stuff is happening in my body. Stuff's happening. In, you know, we're coming into spring now. And I don't do that. And you don't do that. Something, something is happening in life that we can't quite put our finger on. Then when actually the light of spring come and the flowers and the, and the colour, they seem to be far more vibrant. And in a way, that's what happens with us. When we plunge into our area that takes us down, when we actually start to open again, again when spring comes to us, we just see things so much more. It's far more vibrant because we've had to walk the path in the dark in that we lost, we felt lost. And the truth is, and I, I'm sure that you will feel the same, is that when we fall out of something. So when a structure that is around us that no longer serves us, when yeah. we fall out of there, we do feel completely lost. So it's that, and I, I feel that we need to go to that place of loss because yeah. it's also part of the grieving as well, to grieve that this life is no longer, is no longer there. And grief is an energy that actually helps us transform. Yeah, I, what I was gonna say to that was, I don't think it's an accident that one that nature shows us season by season that yeah. things come back around and that we have that experience I don't feel like I would appreciate how much I love my life if I hadn't been to the depths of despair that I've been to because we have to the way that we work as humans is we have to compare you know you said just before um, we hit record that you've got light streaming in how would you know light if you hadn't had darkness yeah exactly okay. and you wouldn't be able to appreciate it yeah we have to be able to compare and go I know what it is to love my life because I've hated my life I know what spring is because I've been through winter yeah yeah what I also love about the seasons as well because from my life what I learned was to when I was younger I put myself in a shell to try and be perfect because of various aspects that were around me I was being bullied at school my mum was extremely unhappy so I wanted to be the sunshine for her so what it meant was it was almost like I was always living in the sun but a false sun and what I love about the seasons it reminds us that you know winter we need rest autumn we need to to just um start to allow things just to drop then you know and so spring summer autumn winter they remind us of that we've got cycles too and yeah. it's it's like honoring our humanness but also connecting to this vast energy you know it's a phenomenal energy and looking outside and seeing what's out there and that things are changing because nothing stays the same and maybe part of the structure that held you was that everything was the same so there was no chance for you to grow yeah I, d I got tingles when you were talking about the seasons then because I just it really lights something up in me when yeah. I look at things like that like you said just looking out the window you're like oh yeah there's life out there and it is living and I think we do you know we like to build structures around ourselves in that way because it feels safe and it feels comfortable and then we like to break out of them because we've got wings and we need to fly and I think we need all of it. Like, I, I genuinely don't think I would be who I am and where I am and appreciating what I do if I hadn't had that incredible community that held me for so long. But then I needed to, to break out. It, it's the caterpillar and the butterfly, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed. And also I found, because again, I was brought up in a Christian family, so I did go to church. And what I've actually found is I've walked my own path and honoured who I am and just stepped inside, you know, and felt that unconditional love that, that's inside was that actually I was able to take on the messages because, you know, Jesus, you know, I feel this strong connection to him and the words that, that he used were so profound. So when we step back from something we it allows us to drop what doesn't serve or what doesn't resonate but then you can bring forth the truth there was so much wisdom there was so much value there because yeah. you know when you've got somebody like that what he represented he reminds us of what's inside us as well because it's almost like there's the Gan there's gandhi mother Teresa. there's so many people that just embody who they are but they make such a difference yeah i completely agree and I, what I see around that for me was 
I, I, same as you, I have heard and seen something far deeper and far more profound in the message I believe Jesus was sharing than when I was at church. But what I see in that is all, all of the people, you know, I went to Sunday school every Sunday and, and I was told what Jesus was saying and, and told to read it and told to. And what I see in that is those people were desperately trying to share something that they had seen within themselves. Yeah. But I couldn't hear it until I went within to hear it. And that's what I've done sort of since, ironically, since I left the church community, I've actually been able to hear that message in a totally different way. Um, it's all about experience. Otherwise, you can talk about water, but if you haven't drunk it, you've got no idea what it is. Yeah. And so you have to feel it resonate. And also, you can't really allow things in if you don't actually love yourself. So it's almost like you're repelling. But if yeah. you allow yourself to start to step inside, you'll feel a connection that connects you to everything then where you can be and live the life because you have to feel inside to live then live an authentic life because then you're just it frees you just mm -hmm. in allowing yourself to expand and be who you are and I think for me the biggest learning in that is nature like I really see I think um I, I'm probably going to slightly misquote this but you'll you'll recognize it I think you know the birds of the air have food and, and the foxes have places to rest that you know a message in what Jesus is saying that all of the animals and everything in nature is taken care of why would we not be taken care of and I didn't really see that until I did until I went within and went am I taken care of oh my gosh I wake up every day you know my blood is pumping around my body my heart keeps beating my lungs let breath into my body so that I'm oxygenated I am taken care of why would I not love that who am I not to love me and the more I explored that, the more it made sense to love me. And like you say, as I began to love myself then, I stopped looking outside for that unhealthy relationship I was talking about. And I'm actually in a very healthy and happy relationship with my partner now. And it blows my mind every time, you know, he says something to me like, oh, you're amazing. And I'm like, am I? oh, yeah, I am, aren't I? And, and I am. And so is he. And we get to have that connection where we see that in each other. And we didn't used to be able to do that. He and I were together many years ago um, and we split up because I couldn't see that in myself or him. And we're together now from that space of seeing that. And I just love that we get given so many places where we're being reminded that we're taken care of. What I love about that as well is, um, unfortunately, what's been very loaded is uh, like self-love is uh, it can it's almost it can get linked with being selfish but it's not at all because when when you actually start to love yourself what you then it's like you beam it out and you're beaming out this true pure energy and then it means actually that you give so much more because there's nothing in the way of it so yeah. this work of just allowing yourself to step inside and find out who you really are it's like a vibration that goes out it's like the pebble that goes on the lake you just see the ripples that's who you are you just ripple out with this energy that is it's not selfish at all it's so expansive mm -hmm. if any of you stopped right now and put your hand on your heart and closed your eyes and went inside you'd feel it you'd feel this potential and limitlessness yes it's limitless in there there is just and you'll feel this connection to absolutely everything yeah i just i want to talk to that about the the selfish because that comes up a lot for a lot of people um yeah. and one of the things i see um around that and one of the ways i love talking about this is uh, a pendulum and I'm going to I'm going to use my hand and show you, but I suspect yeah. this won't come across on the radio, no. um, but I'll do my best to describe it in words without the, the hand movement. But I, or life is a pendulum, in my opinion. This is what I see. And on one end, you've got selfish and absolutely we can all go there. Let's not yeah. pretend that we can't. We do yeah. do that sometimes. On yeah. the other end is that what would I even call that? It, it's that space we get into where it appears as though we're being selfless. Oh, no, don't don't say I'm kind. Don't do anything nice to me. I'm not worthy. That's yeah. just as unhealthy as selfish. Yeah. But this self-love that we are pointing to and talking about, that energy that we get into, it's in the middle of that pendulum. Yeah. And it's that incredible space of balance and perfect harmony that we can give to other people whilst loving ourselves and love ourselves means that we are able to give we've got an endless pot to give from and it just becomes this beautiful group of 
I, I genuinely love and care about myself. And from there, I have so much to give to the people in my life. And it's very much for me, either end of that pendulum is incredibly unhealthy. But when we come to see that we are already the peace and love and wisdom that we are looking for, we have an endless pot to give from. And it's the least selfish you can possibly do. That's absolutely beautiful. Really beautiful the way you describe that. Absolutely stunning. Um, what I feel personally and what I see is that the, there's become so much focus on the mind and the mind is where all these thoughts and these self-limiting thoughts come from. But also the more we are absorbed with the programs of the mind, it's actually that that separates us from our heart because we're so, uh, the energy is like where energy flows, that's where I fo- you know, we're focusing on this. And so the, all the energy goes into the mind where it's, it's the limiting, it's that I can't it's that I don't believe in myself I don't love myself all those are thoughts whereas actually if you put your hand on your heart what you'll feel and so feeling is where you can open up to the possibility of yourself but also open up to possibility of life and also to trust trust life to have faith in life do you know life things will happen in life but when you can have faith and trust in life then it just means that you can embody your day yeah. and live each moment yeah I actually wrote a blog this morning about trust it was I, I, what I was writing about was overthinking and for me the kind of the medicine for overthinking is trust and I love what you're saying there about the mind and the heart and um, one of the things I often talk to Deb my, my business partner about is I'm not interested in working with people and getting into their story in I'm, I'm, you know, I listen to people and I appreciate that at times we need to share something, but 90% of my work is getting into the feeling of love. Yes. And also, um, when you work with someone is seeing their truth rather than what they're displaying with the words, because the words will be coming from the head. Whereas actually there's usually a reason why they've got so many words because they're protecting something that's hurting, but um, it's to honor the, uh, what you feel inside they have too. It's just, they're, they're not living from it or, but it's there. They've got that nugget inside them. Absolutely. Absolute beauty no yeah. matter what they're going to bring to you. And if you can see that, then you hold the space for them to open up. Absolutely. That's the very first thing I do when I turn up with somebody is look at them and see them as whole and complete. Yeah. And for some people, that's the first person that's ever done that with them. That's very powerful. It allows all the armour to drop as well when they feel that there's nothing between you and them. Mm-hmm. It's just your you're this divine being seeing you in the divine being full stop most powerful thing you can do your work and the connection and the space that you offer will be available to many so on that note can you please let people know how to contact you how to connect with you yeah i mean the easiest way to connect with me if you're on facebook is to just find me beck sheffield and make friends with me or send me a message for websites uh, my website is dare to be you that's the number two the letter b and the letter u .co.uk um, and on Facebook we do have a group dare to be you again number two letter B and U and it's got a purple heart at the end so they're the three ways you can connect with me that's probably the easiest fantastic and also there's one thing I will add is that what I found is regarding uh, like physical meetings uh, with yeah. regarding therapies but also Zoom you can do exactly the same thing with a Zoom because it's a space yeah. that you hold yeah absolutely majority of my work is on zoom we do retreats and a conference that's in the room um but the majority of my work is online anyway because it is it just it's just a beautiful space like we're having here now like this connection and the connection you can have with somebody it transcends all of the you know what room you're in or what whether you're online it's just it's available because it's within you and within me exactly and it opens it up so you're not so listeners you're not limited to where you live so, you know, the opportunity is open to to all. That's what I've been fascinated by. As I because we've all got plunged yeah. into a different way of, of doing things. Yeah. And we're like, wow, this works. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute honor having you all. So listeners, there will be a, a short break and then we'll be back. And thank you very much indeed. Mm-hmm. 
I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. To find all female artist information, pop over to our Facebook page, search Sophia Style Radio. Tell you how I feel, but I can't put it into words. You're the autumn glows, the sun is dying, that gently guides me home. I mean, you make me feel like I can't breathe, and all I see is stars. But in a good way, I swear. I wanna take you on a trip upon the Arabian Sea. I wanna be. Like home to me. Come over for a lazy Sunday afternoon when you're feeling sick and tired and hung over too. Let's just get a Chinese for tonight. We'll both be in bed by nine if that's all right with you. And I said, That's all right, do you listeners and we have now got coming the wonderful Nancy Bromley. Now Nancy connected with me a while ago and I was really fascinated that she could do tea leaves because almost like as a kid that's something that I um, I remember it was it's like one of those things you see in films that grannies do and um, but it wasn't just that it's just the energy that she carries when you see her smile she just beams and um, I also want you to open up to just a different way of experience 
what comes into your life and Nancy's going to share with you very openly her own experience of how she was opened up to her own path her individual path so listen to this uh, be inspired Nancy would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners Absolutely. Thank you. I am so honored to be here. Thank you. My name is Nancy Bromley and I am speaking to you from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I am absolutely honored to be talking to you today. Thank Thank you you very much indeed. Nancy, um, we linked a little while ago. You've got a lovely ability to share the deepest truths about life. Uh, I've seen a number of the videos that you've put out. Would you like to, and also we did actually, we had a session together. Would you like to share with the listeners what it is that you do and how you allow this fuller vision? All right. Well, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Um, I've been given a gift that I call soul telepathy. Now to explain that, that was actually what it was called as I was given the gift and it's basically like being an empath but to a degree where you not only just feel the people but that it's like their own soul is talking to me and so I'm able to translate for them what their own soul is trying to tell them in order to evolve I believe that all of us are on a life path and on a journey and we are all trying to evolve our souls are trying to reach our higher selves and we're all on a journey to do so Somehow I've been given the gift where I'm able to uh, tap in and hear what your own deepest part of yourself, that soul part is wanting to tell you. And it's interesting because when I do do a reading or even a collective reading, it's always what's most relevant at this moment in time, sort of what is the next step in your own sort of evolution. And I'm just able to hear it. And I'm extremely grateful that I can do that for people. Can I ask you, if you can, what what stands in the way of us communicating that way? Oh, you know, it's funny because I can't do it for myself, right? Um, (laughs) So I can do it for others. But I think we're so ingrained in our own patterns. We're so ingrained in our shoulds and what we should do and shouldn't do and what we're supposed to be. And we kind of hold ourselves up into these images that don't allow us to actually see the truth of things sometimes. And so our own souls are telling us all the time. We're getting those little nudges and insights. And in fact, a lot of times when I do do readings for people, they're like, oh, that's so validating. I knew that that's what was going, I knew that's where I needed to go or think about or whatever, because they know we just don't always hear it. We're, we busy ourselves. I know from myself, I kind of Uh, keep myself so busy with everything that I don't take the time to stop and listen. If I really stop and listen, there's actually nothing stopping us from hearing it ourselves. I'm an amplifier. (laughs) is all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Because my my belief is and how I'm working on myself is like you've just said, the conditioning, the beliefs, the worries, the anxieties, those are all the things which stand in the way of us actually living from that that place and that truth anyway so you've been given something that was actually less actually necessary because you know we get drawn to people we get drawn at at the right time and Mm -hmm. so your connection is something that would support somebody at the time it was needed at that most you get drawn to um the energy of someone you just there's a sense isn't there that you just know that's why i was feeling called to put out the collective readings. I do a collective reading once a week. Those people that might need my work can find me because I I feel very much, in fact, most of the clients that I have have kind of, we've stumbled upon each other almost accidentally. It's sort of like right at that moment in time, that's what they, they needed. And so that's kind of where I'm trying to put myself out there with those collective readings so that people who need me can find me putting myself out there. So like you said, when, when it's right at that right time that someone needs what I can do for them, they can find me. Absolutely. Because what I feel as well is Rod, when things start to eat, people feel that they'll get back to life and things will be wonderful, but actually because of what we've been through, there will be a big shift and there will be a need to like process what we've been through as well. And so, you know, to, to work with like yourself would be something that would um, support you in this transition time as you're stepping back out, because it will be a transition time. We won't just be going back like that. 
take stock of what's important to us, what's not important to us, all of a sudden we now start thinking, well, what do we really want? Some of the work that I do kind of helps on that soul level. What, what is your, what is your soul actually asking for, as opposed to that kind of surface level, what I'm think I'm supposed to have yeah and the big thing is almost like that for like in life sometimes we don't realize that actually what we want is actually could be somebody else's wants not ours because we're just, <laughs> in fact, most of know, the time yeah exactly so when you actually step back you actually realize well I actually didn't want that anyway and it's it's um there's a piece to it but also it's very humbling when you step back and realize all those things you thought you want actually have hold no value at all if we can get the bigger picture on things sometimes it can help us with every day of actually living it what does it feel like as you're asking me i'm actually getting washed with information like i i just got um you know tons of information so i'm just going to tap in in terms of as a collective what i'm hearing is the words uh introspection and like you said uh what's important so i've also just heard call to action we've been we've been called to take a look at ourselves we've been called to uh take a look at our lives sort of sift out what's important what's not We've also been called to dig deep with being limited in our choices, being limited in what we can do. We've had to kind of figure out and what I'm hearing is the word settle in to who we are. But at the same time, it is a a time of figuring out that piece of what's most important. It also, um, the other thing that I'm hearing is that what I'm hearing is a reset there's a lot of things that are the same and a lot of things that are different. And because of technology and because I think it's so easy for us, I'm going to say get lazy, but I don't mean that in a negative term. It just means that where we become lethargic, it's so easy for us to become lethargic and allow things to happen. And so in a pandemic, we've had to be a little bit more creative. We've had to be a little bit more, how do we fulfill those needs? And we've become a little more aware of our needs. And I think the biggest need that we've become aware of is that need for connection, genuine, solid connection, because no matter how much tech that we use our our Zoom chats and our Zoom game nights or whatever, you know, it's not a replacement for that genuine, solid connection. And I've heard over and over people talk about, you know, when when they go to the dentist's office and the receptionist or whatever is, is fairly close to them as they're feeling it and they realize, wow, I haven't actually had physical, like almost contact in, in a long time. And it made, it's made us reset and realize that all the artificial forms of connection are not our genuine, real connection. And it's, it's been a reset to allow us to recognize that not only do we need connection to others, but it's a reconnect to ourself. I'm hearing that really loudly that when, when things are done, what do we want to change or be different or, or stay the same? And what do we value? connection to ourselves, but also connection I'm hearing to that bigger picture in terms of what do we want our world to be? Uh, What do we want our world to, like our our existence to be? We've also had to dig deep in terms of finding our own contentment that we've spent a lot of time, I think over the last while, where we try to find outside sources for our contentment, for our joy. We find all these outside, you know, when I do this, I feel good. When I go dancing, I feel good. When I'm connecting with this, I feel good. And during this pandemic, we have had to dig deep and find our own joy. Um, And as a result, I think that joy, a deeper, more connected joy, because it comes from our intrinsic intrinsic self, as opposed to sort of those outward things that bring us joy. Just love one another, love yourself, love the earth. And it's all just about love, putting out that love. And that's what's going to help repair the damage. We need to look after each other and we need to look after ourselves. And so the primary message of all of this is to, uh, to love. Can I ask this aspect of you, has it always been there or what, or did it get activated by a circumstance or? You know, it's interesting because I've only recently sort of started sharing the story of, of my gift because to be honest, I was self-conscious. I've always been intuitive. I've always been very sensitive. I've had lots of sort of experiences throughout my life that I can't couldn't explain and so I think that's where it stems from is this feeling of genuine gratitude and I had uh, some interesting experiences I'm I am not a medium 
but I did have a situation where I, a very, very good friend of mine's mother passed away. And, but basically I felt her in my head and she had some things to say and it scared me because I'd never done that before. And so I sought out someone who knew a bit more about that, uh, just to develop these sort of random things, you know, that I could do. And then at some point while I was working with her, I had a dream. And this is the part I don't usually share, but I'm trying to be more open about it. And it's interesting how we get self-conscious. I'm just going to put it out there. Be brave, right? So I had a dream. And in my dream, uh, I was actually somewhere in Mexico, like some resort. And I was there with my friend. And I didn't want to be in that space. In my dream, I remember telling my friend, I'm going to go back to the hotel. And, and I left her and started walking. And then there was a path that looked very, very different. So pathway towards the hotel is very dreamlike, like disjointed, kind of this and that. The the other path, it just felt different. And yeah. so I started walking on that path. And as I was walking on that path, I became super aware of everything. I became aware of the sights, of the smells, of the sounds. The mm-hmm. air felt different. The walkway felt different. Mm-hmm. Everything everything changed. And it was so solid, right? Like as opposed to the dream part. And so I was walking and as I was walking, there was a being standing on the path, an absolutely beautiful, very androgynous Mm -hmm. being. So beautiful that it was like looking at a sunset. Like when you almost have that little ache of like, wow, that's so beautiful, right? This, and I, and I walked up to this being and I and I know that it was like when I talk about it I know it was a he walked up to this being it embraced me and when um it put my its head or his head kind of like when you're hugging you know your cheek like faces side to side I had infinite knowledge of everything in that moment I understood love I understood God I understood the interconnectedness of everything it's like I understood everything. I had infinite wisdom in that moment. And then he pulled away from me and said, you can't keep that in this form, but know that you have connection to that knowledge at any time. And I actually felt it leaving me, but it felt like there was a cord. There was like a, like I could access that knowledge in pieces. I wasn't able to hold all of it. He said that his people wanted to give me a gift so that I could help elevate human consciousness and that I could help individuals rise to their higher being. And he said they were giving me the gift of telepathy. He sent me on my way. And so then I managed to, you know, I walked back down the path. Then when I woke up, I, you know, wrote down that dream because it was so vivid um, that I didn't speak about it for a long, long time. But then what happened is I had already kind of been dabbling in my own intuition a little bit. I've always been enamored by tea leaf reading. After that dream, all of a sudden, I was just able to tap in. I'd get images for people. I'd get, I'd get metaphors. I'd get different things. And, and people would ask me questions just in conversation. And I'd get messages. It always comes in on my right-hand side as a, like a, I call it a kiss because yeah. it's, it's love, it's bliss and love that comes into my body as energy. And then I'm given the words to say, and I'm yeah. given the, the metaphors or the images that that person will most understand. Yeah. And lots of times I don't really know what I'm talking about because yeah. it's not my images. Um, I'm very, I've never done a reading for somebody that they weren't feeling very empowered afterwards. Yeah. And you know, thank you so much. That's just what I needed to hear. And it's always very, very empowering, even though there's a little part of me that still has that, am I making this all up? Do you know what I mean? I know that I'm not, you know, because um, my job on this earth is to help inspire and empower and help everybody to reach their higher, highest potential on a soul level, on an energetic level. And and I've been given the gift to do it. Who am I to question where it comes from, right? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> right? So. Um, thank you so much, Nancy. How would they get in touch with you? How would someone want to get in touch with you? If you could let everybody know how they reach Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I have a website, www.nancyinspired.com. I also am on Facebook as Nancy Inspired. And then Instagram is Nancy underscore inspired. Um, and just to throw in there, um, remote works just as well. Even teacups yeah. and whatnot. I drink the tea thinking of you. Well, I did it for you too. Yeah, you um, did. And we're far, far away. But um, well, in, in, in land, we're far, far away. In spirit, maybe not yeah. so much. 
Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing the journey as well, because a lot of people get woken up and a lot of people have an experience. And though, so for you to share how this experience and how you felt as well as a human, no matter what, how remarkable the experience is as a human, you still got to simulate it and you still got to come to terms with it almost, as well as having this amazing joy, this and also respect for the work that you do. So thank you so much. And dear listeners, uh, if you're drawn to Nancy, then please do reach out to her. And um, there'll be a short break and then we will be back. Many, many blessings. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia's Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists. Oh dear wise woman 
radio show listeners thank you so much for coming back and thank you for giving your time to this show today so we've had two amazing ladies beck sheffield and the wonderful wonderful nancy they've both shared their personal journeys they've both shared their insights they've both shared their wisdom they're both coming from their own unique paths and so are you so when you listen to them both be inspired and connect with them please do if you if it spark something within you and even if you're just listening just resonate with the fact of your uniqueness both these ladies have shared remarkable journeys but the thing is so is yours your journey is remarkable and this week just walk in your own life and just see how remarkable you are you're getting yourself through a pandemic if you've got children partner you're getting your family through a pandemic if you're working, not working, if you're whatever, just to get up in the morning and rise and to stay connected to you, you are remarkable. You are unique. Own your journey. You don't need anyone else's. You live your own. These women show you the diversity of living your own unique path. And I want you this week to understand that your journey is just as unique. You are just as divine. You are just as remarkable and you are just as gifted. Allow yourself the honour of spending some quiet time with you. Instead of visiting the people that's in a bubble with you or going for a walk, how about walking with you and seeing how truly, truly remarkable you are. And that's your thoughts for this week regarding this, this show. Spend time with you. See how unique you are. And I look forward to next week and you coming and listening. Just listen to you this week. Many, many, many blessings one and all. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 